Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Searchcast, Season Two, Episode Fifty Five, presented by PrimeX Hockey and part of the Five Minute Game Sports Network. I'm Zach Martin. I'm Bailey Curtis. I'm Cat Hunter. <laughs> if you're on the YouTube version, uh, <laughs> you saw what happened. If you're on the for everyone who's listening to the podcast, Bailey started the talk and then realized she was on mute and had to unmute herself. <laughs> If you've ever watched something, get no, translated. no, my my internet's being my internet's being really weird today. If you've so. ever watched like an old film where they're speaking another language oh, and then it gets oh, the, over the with dub. English, that's what it looks like where she spoke and then the words followed after her. Oh yes, it was a very yeah, it was a very bad. <laughs> the, the dubbing was very bad. <laughs> How oh, grand! But we, we'll cut her some slack. There is some bad weather over in Colorado. I mean, there's yes. bad weather here in Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina as well. But she yeah, I was going to say, if I, if I cut out or have to leave suddenly, you all know why. There have been tornadoes touching down everywhere. Uh, my car is probably totaled from hail damage that came down the size of a quarter near my work. Um, it, it's it, – we're – experiencing an apocalypse in colorado it's great <laughs> what what a time so, to be alive man i tell you I know. um yeah you know this is also not a great time to be alive because we have somebody to talk about today zach who did not <sighs> make it in a certain place and we're very upset about it oh we are very upset about it but real quick before we get into that we uh this is officially the season two finale of the podcast so yeah, we've officially this is we're ending the season disappointed. <laughs> well, well, yes, but for the fact that this is our first ever full season that we've covered for the hurricanes, surprisingly enough, because hey, se- season season one was we started in February of season one, and now we went through a whole season. So it's kind of crazy that we're here. Like we're at the end of, of our first full season covering the team. So Next year we might hit sixty episodes because we had to, we did have some breaks here and there. So I think next year we might get sixty episodes. So I guess we'll see. It just all depends. Yeah, I well, I, I predict it. If we don't hit well, seventy, yeah. I'll be disappointed. Well, yeah, because you know, well, because especially if we're doing like two epi- two episodes a week for the playoffs and you know, add a Stanley mm-hmm. add a Stanley Cup final in there somewhere. You know, oh, we'll yeah. get it. I think. Oh we'll yeah, get it. hell yeah. But uh, so yes, going back to what Bailey was referencing, uh, the Hockey Hall of Fame announced their guys who got in. Uh, this we year. are once again left depressed, and we, we do have to say though, we do have to say though, congratulations to everyone that got in. If you don't know, go look it up. We, we won't have Henry Lundqvist got in, former Hurricanes goalie. Um, Tom Barrasso got in, and Mike Vernon got in. Look at their stats. Eh, Longquist does make sense. I mean, I'll give it to Longquist. He was he was he was he was probably one of the best goalies to not win a cup um, that got in. Um, but once again, I do have to say this though: the fact that Alexander Vilgelny still isn't in the Hall of Fame is a crime in of itself because he should be in. But for the fact that Rod Brendamore still isn't in. It's a crime against humanity. And... There's people that are in there for less. There is no excuse. That's the thing. It always, everyone talks about 
forever, no matter how much we talk about how they can shit on the Canes. But they will talk about how great Brendan Moore is, what he's contributed, all of this different stuff, nonstop. He gets the accolades, all of this. But when it comes to the Hall of Fame, all of a sudden they're like, well, these stats and well, these numbers. And well, really, he was just average. And it's like, oh, so all of a sudden the stats count for something. And then you show me who you put in there. And I'm like, what stats are we looking at? Why is that trumping his stats? Like, it doesn't make any sense. The, the, her, the Hurricanes tweeted this perfectly. And I'm so happy that they, the way they went about it, too, was so great. Things that don't make sense. This is from the Hurricanes account, which, I mean, they always they always are great. They don't miss. Mm-hmm. How baloney is pronounced. It is kind of insane how baloney is pronounced. It makes no sense. People that don't use their turn signals. I'm looking at you, BMW people. It's not an accessory. It's not like a use it, please. Just use it. It's not that hard. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not a decoration. Hey, you BMW people? Yes. B- they are notorious. Yes. They are notorious. Or just most people in, or mo- most tourists in Colorado in general. I'll, I'll look at you guys, but. <laughs> uh, the last one, how Rod Brindamore has nearly 1,200 points, captain of the Stanley Cup winning team, has two Selkies in almost 1,500 games played and, and isn't in the Hall of Fame. Yep. Yeah, two Selkies, 1,200, almost 1,200 points in 1,500 games. And, and won a cup. Yep. There's guys who got in for way less. Mm-hmm. I, at this point, I really don't know what to say because it's like, I like what more needs to be done or said for Rod. I, I just don't get it. Like my, my expectations have after Wednesday have since dropped to the pits of hell. That's how low they are. Um, oh, make sure to wave to the coyotes on your way down there because I mean, that's, right. that's where they're perpetually at. But it's oh, just, God. well, I mean, they can't figure out an arena, but that's besides the point. It's that's just the least of their worries. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's kind of the point where it's like, is it just part of like what, like what, it, what can it really be? It's not. Oh, he doesn't have the stats. He's got the stats. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, well, he doesn't hasn't won enough. Won a cup. I mean, I really like he's won trophies that, like, he's got the personal accolades. Okay, sure, he doesn't have like a heart, or he doesn't have a rock or a shard, or this, that, or the other. But he's got some really prestigious individual awards. He like he's won a cup with the team, man. Like he's gotten points everywhere. Like mm-hmm. I really don't know what more, like. At this point, I think it's just because it's it's a non traditional hockey market thing. I, that's that's the only thing I can come up with. Which is, uh, as we've said multiple times, the stupidest it's, narrative I've ever heard in my life. It's not even just that. It's the more people look at the Hall of Fame, like, and it's not even about Brenda Moore. There are again other names that people are like, why aren't they in there yet? Like Alexander McGillney, he there, should be in there. Yeah, and and talks like I've talks about being like, oh, they're not inducting a Russian anytime soon because of the current state with Russia. Like oh, that's come a lot. on. But a lot of people are saying so. They're bringing up that fact that they've heard things like that, or they're seeing that example. They're like, McGillney's been McGillney's been up to get in the Hall of Fame since like the late two thousands. I know, like, but they're so they're saying like, if that's the reason, it's just a good old boys club. They're picking and choosing whoever they want to join their club. It's not really based on the stats or anything like that. It's just. 
it doesn't make sense. And I don't, I like sports. I don't follow as many other sports as closely as I do hockey, but other sports, when they induct people, they definitely show voting and reasoning and things like this. And they mm-hmm. haven't done that with the hall of hockey hall of fame, which just pisses people off more because you don't really get the reasoning. And then also the fact that they can induct two women into mm-hmm. it and they only inducted one. Yep. Well, yeah, well, it's, it's two, it's two, it's two women max. It's four guys max. Two women max. You have a chance to have two compared to four men, two, and you still only picked one. Yeah. Uh, it's, welcome to hockey. And it's, Again, my I expectations. <laughs> well, I don't know why we're surprised because this is my expectations should have been from the all the way the all star thing went. Oh, mm-hmm. it's the same thing though. Like you're like, this is the clear choice by everyone, but then someone else decides to choose theirs to go in, and you're like, cool. Our opinions don't even matter. No. Nope. Yeah, it's yeah, at this point, yeah, because like the fact that you said with baseball, like they like they'll tell you what the percentages to get in, and they'll show you what the percentage was, and guys will actually release their ballots and stuff like that. Hockey doesn't do that. It's just. All right, well, at 3 o'clock, we're going to announce who gets in. Okay, here's the announcement. And you're like, what? Like I said, nothing bad to Tom Barrasso or Mike Vernon. I Like, yeah, they've won two cups each. So, like, they, maybe one of them did get a con Smythe. But if you see their save percentage, though, it's sub 900. Yeah. Mike, Mike Vernon's is sub 890. Mm-hmm. Like, career-wise, he's an 880-something goalie. And Tom Barras was like at 892. Like they're both under 900. Like, yeah, like Hendrick, Hendrick Lundquist's numbers are better than theirs by like a lot. I don't really care that Mike Vernon's got like a 289 goals against. Like Tom Barras's is over three. And they both got in. Like I said, congratulations to them for getting in. But it's like you can't really look at stats and tell me, oh, well, it's the stats. That's why it's fine. Those numbers are not that great. Like, like goalies get crapped. Goalies get crapped on all season for being under a sub nine, and they're going to get a guy who's going to be uh, who's a career sub nine goalie gets into the hall for two of them under nine hundred get into the yeah. hall of fame. But so nobody nobody can sit terrible. here and crap on that stat anymore. Uh, goals, yeah, goals against average stats under nine shouldn't have never be brought up again about how bad that goalie is because mm-hmm. you got two goalies who just got inter- inter- inducted under nine hundred. Like, you can now sit here and say goalies have gotten in for less. Goal, yeah, goals against average is now like it's that is now the equivalent to the plus minus stat. Absolutely, isn't it, also, isn't it crazy though to have goalies going with that stat, and then you go in there talking about how like Lundquist, and it's just like so drastically different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, like his like outside of him not winning a cup, his stats are absolutely insane. Which is like okay, yeah. The thing was, he was a first year ballot hall of famer mm-hmm. his first year on the ballot he gets in like that like i said I, Henry, he's a good goalie he's a he's probably one of the best goalies to not win a cup no problem getting in but it's like you, like you said you look at the other two guys who go in you're just like where's as the much of a goalie enthusiast as i am it's a little baffling that other names oh okay in. all right then we'll, all right so I want to I want to I want to look up someone real quick on Hockey Reference just because, just for funsies, just for just for funsies, I I really want to see this guy's career stats. Okay, here we go. 
334 wins, 256 losses, 88 ties, 27 shutouts, 274 goals against, 908 save percentage. Sorry, I didn't. I so I'm sorry. Goals against average is not the throwaway stat. It's the save percentage stats now a throwaway stat because we were talking about save percentage. I mm-hmm. mis misspoke and said goals against. Save percentage stats are now the new plus minus for goalies. Uh, this guy is also a Conn Smythe winner and won a cup. This guy should be in the Hall of Fame if we're going by goalie. If we're going by goalie stuff, this guy right here. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. In the you you cannot tell me otherwise for the fact that you can look at Tom Barrasso and you can look at Mike Vernon with their two cups and their Conn Smythe and say that Cam Ward shouldn't get in. His his stats are just almost as close to theirs across the board. His save percentage is better than both of theirs, and his goals against are better than both of them too. And his wins are almost dang near close. And that's and that's why you'll bring that up. And I I oh, I bet you that he someone will be like, well, the stats the stats don't matter that much when coming to it. And it's like, okay, well then why do you say every time we bring up Brendan Moore, all of a sudden the stats matter again? Yeah. It's just like you pick and choose. Like it's you you can't be that hypocritical. Like there's oh at this point there's no really? it, like hi, there's no hi, I, hi, I'm the NHL. I'm hypocritical all the time. <laughs> hi, I'm Gary Bettman. Welcome to my TED Talk. <laughs> hi, yes, we will still we will make your team move somewhere else, but we'll go see the Arizona Coyotes for another decade. Like I'm sorry. Uh, like, so like I said, like I, like, I, like I said, the save, the save percentage stat and the plus minus stats are now irrelevant to everyone because it doesn't matter because you can get in with a really ridiculously bad save percentage into the Hall of Fame. It, yeah, I'm sorry. All right, Cam Ward should get in then. Done deal. Cam Ward, Ballot Hall. Hey, Cam Ward. He, hey let, let, let's get him in next year because he just got into the Hurricanes Hall of Fame. Let's make him back-to-back Hall of Fame. Oh, some, some, people are saying, some people are saying Corey Crawford should get in the Hall of Fame, but he's won two cups. He's won two cups. Why can't he get in? Goalies have gotten into the Hall of Fame for less. I'll leave it there. Oh, well, you know Jonathan Quick's going to get in the Hall of Fame. Oh, absolutely. He's won three. I'm just, yep. It's going to be more of a... Of a slap in the face again if next I mean it's always like that for next season it's also really annoying that RBA should have been in it and he should have been in it where his dad could see him get into it yeah that's what's, that's what's extra annoying is if it had been this season yes it would have been a little still a little bit too late but have been a nice little like tribute you know like his dad passed away here's a little bright note at the end of it but it's also a slap in the face. he should have got it sooner Mm-hmm. Like, like, like I said, him, him and McGillany both should already be in. And the fact that it's not going to get any easier, too, because you got all these other guys who are coming right behind him that are going to have that everyone's going to be like, oh, this guy was amazing. He had a great career, blah, 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 and all this other trash. It's not going to make it any easier for the guys who've been waiting to get him for so long. And when the, when the classes get tougher to get in, because now all the, all the players that we grew up in the 2000s yep. are now jumping on the ballots. Like, mid to late 2000s early it's like early 2010s there's gonna be guys all over the ballots like are gonna be like oh well this guy should get in like it's not gonna get any easier no like for like for baseball like they have they don't have a set number of guys who get in it's like if you hit this threshold you are in like you can get like seven eight guys in a class or you get two to a class 
it, there's like there's no max, but even like I would say if like it's just for the fact that hockey is like oh well you can only have four, but then you look at the law. Would you look at the list of like who's eligible? You're like how are you gonna pick four guys from this list mm-hmm. and make it fair when there's guys who've been who've been up for who've been up for introduction. Or tell me why you picked who you picked. Tell me why. Tell me the criteria of why you picked that person over that person. Tell me. It's what I want to know. There's transparency in NHL. Cat, you're asking too much. Transparency from this league? This is the safest league in in the world. So hey, this league this league this league has not been in a better place. Miss me with that shit. Oh my gosh. All right, 1651. <laughs> I'm sorry. Actually, no, I'm not. This it, it that's it's no offense. It, it's that's that's awful. I I don't know. It, it it doesn't really make any sense for the fact that once again Rod just doesn't get in and and there and I saw some people like, well, okay, well, good. Rod shouldn't get in because he doesn't deserve it. Why? Yeah. Why shouldn't he get in? And then people are like, well, he can go in as a coach. <laughs> okay. Why can't he go in as a player? Go in for both reasons. He should go in for both. Go in for both reasons. I I stand by that it's because he's on a in a feud with the league. <laughs> like you said, it's it's, yeah. it's the old it's the old boys club. It's the we're gonna pick whoever we want to get in type thing, and it's Okay, well, it's a non-hockey market. It's not that big of a deal because he hasn't done much for the league, even though Rod has done so much for the Hurricanes on and off the ice. Like, <sighs> like Walt Ruff said it perfectly, and I, even like uh, Mike Mascaco said it perfectly. Like, you can't talk about writing the history of the league without writing paragraphs upon paragraphs about what Rod's done. Mm-hmm. Like. Rod has done so much for this team when he was captain and when, as a coach as well. Like, yeah, like through the dark ages, you didn't really see Rod very much. Then he comes back and it's like <laughs> division titles left and right, deep playoff runs. As much as I love Jay Willie, if he had gotten in this year over Rod, I also would have raised the stake. Like, yep. Uh-uh. Yeah. Not. I am curious. Why? Why is that? I'm. Not, I'm not. I just want to get your reasoning. I'm not disagreeing. Just I'm curious. Because, not that I say that he shouldn't, because he has his own accolades, but I think it would be ridiculous if you're comparing the two and Rod has been in line for it, that Jay Wills would get it as soon as like his first year and Rod's still waiting. I don't think it's a once you get over the other as much as it is. Why would one get? Why should one get it before the other? Yeah, right. No, it makes sense because because Justin Williams did win a couple of the Kings Again, and stuff. It like would that. cause me to be like, why? Why did he get in before the other? Mm-hmm. And that and that's once again another problem with the NHL is the fact that transparency is just it doesn't exist in this league. There's no. Well, why are you doing this? Well, you see, because blah 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 blah, and you're getting like what? It's just unfortunate. And that thing with Gary Bettman's NHL, it's just it doesn't make sense, and you won't get a full reason for it because he, because they're not going to give you a straight answer because it's because it, they don't want to answer the tough questions. 
I mean, they were transparent about one thing. We have to mention it because it is a big news. We're not really going to dwell on it. They were transparent about one thing is that we will not have any specialty warm-up jerseys next season. They were transparent yep. about that. They didn't want to deal with it. <laughs> so none. <laughs> yes. because Why a, we can't have nice things, everybody. Because it, it was a distraction. Still have the, the jerseys will still go on for sale. All of this extra stuff. You just not will not see the players on the ice wearing them. Yeah, okay. yes, yeah. So you'll still you'll still get the you'll still get the theme nights, you'll still get the merch and all that. You just won't be able to do the buy the game worn version of it. It's just right. I'm 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 bet you ain't my I there I wouldn't be surprised if you're gonna see like more autographed warm-ups or yep they gotta like make that. that kind of money missing out on the game warden jersey they're, yeah they're 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 gonna they're i mean they're probably more profitable than uh the authentic mlb jerseys that dropped today from the pirates have you seen the prices have you seen the prices on the the authentic the authentic price for for the city connectors for the pirates 475 dollars for an authentic baseball jersey why am i not surprised like there's authentic hockey jerseys that cost less than that. Mm-hmm. I they're not even signed. I mm-hmm. know, I know they did it for PR reasons, but also as a joke, they probably don't want to have to see fanat- fanatics um, come up with specialty jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously they still will, but that's funny. <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah. As I wear my Fanatics jersey right now, which is actually kind of nice. <laughs> hey, hey, I love my Stadium Series jersey. Don't at me. <laughs> These things no. are nice. Hey, I got mine sitting back there. so Still number two on my list. Um, <laughs> but it's for Rod, it's just unfortunately, it's one of those things where... Bless you, Kat. <laughs> Unfortunately, Roger's not going to get in this year again. Congratulations to everyone who did get in. I'm happy about the goalie recognition. I just, I'm happy. I'm happy for Lundqvist. I'm very happy for him. Oh, he well, he's, but, he definitely should have gotten in. Like that's, that's, he no, that's, gotten that's in. No, but you also a, can you can very much see the fact that with him being on their panel. He is he's a little bit more of between him and Rod, the golden boy of the NHL right now. Oh, absolutely. He's not the one. Not giving... even not just his accolades, but he's also in good standing. So I was going to say he's not the one. The refs. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah Henrik Lundqvist is going to find twenty five thousand dollars for <laughs> telling tell how great a ref is doing his job. Damn job. Oh no, how great they're doing! We talk about the ref. The, the fishing has been. It's been the best it's ever been. If you listen, if you actually read, You're not gonna find me. no, I'm saying the truth. You ain't gonna find me. I already oh, gave no. money for the ticket. I'm gonna yell what I think. <laughs> <laughs> hey, according to Gary Benton, the fishing has never been better, especially in these sure. playoffs. Sure. <laughs> okay. I if he watches his own playoffs sometimes. He's sitting up there in a suite by himself, getting catered food. He's nah. Is he at every game? It's just probably select games. You even, on TV, but you're not. Yeah, he's probably, he's probably at the games, but he's probably talking to all of his guys up there, so they're they're kind of paying attention, but not really because it's it's Gary Bummer. He really 
He's more worried about trying to get the Coyotes a new arena in, in, in Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. You know, speaking of that, I did see something. I forget who put it out, but someone wrote an article about what would what would a thirty I think it was a thirty six team league would look like. Oh, like somebody from the Athletic, I think. Yeah, it was because it was like what like what would a thirty six team team like in the like redo to the conferences and redo to divisions and stuff like that. But it's like someone put like bringing back the Thrashers, bringing back Quebec. Adding Houston and then doing like, like bringing back the Whalers on top of that too, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's like, brave. Yeah, and I'm like three <laughs> three Eastern Conference teams and one Western Conference. I'm like, all right, who are you going to kick over to the Western Conference then? Because that's so East heavy with three expansion East teams. Mm-hmm. But it's like I think it was like what four, like what four teams per division or no. It was something. It was some weird way of how they did it too. And I'm like, that's just so confusing. Like, how to do that? I don't know. It'd I think be- if they leave it, I, I, because I, I remember seeing what uh, Kevin Weeks put on Twitter about the development in Georgia, and how there's people in like Houston and Austin oh, preparing. Salt, for yes, solid, solid city. Salt city, yeah. Um, there, there's all these like whisperings and rumors of more teams coming. I'm like, why can't we just leave it at 32? That is a magic number. I like that number. It's easy. Makes for a decently like decent length season. Like that's it. It's short. It, it it's it's perfect. In the my only, like why the only thing you're gonna see a new team get a new city getting a team is probably gonna be a relocation. I yeah. don't see. I don't see this league getting more of expansion because of, like. That means you're going to have to add more roster. You're going to have to try to find more well, you'd talent. you have to add at least two more, right, to make an even number. You'd have to add at least two more. Yeah, yeah but then you, you got to figure out the division for Because right now every division has seven teams? Eight. Eight, yeah. Math. Sorry. The math isn't mathing. <laughs> I'm tired. But it's been, it's like, the, Even the divisions wouldn't line up. But yeah, but that's that's the thing is like you'd have to add two more teams. Mm-hmm. Do we already see how they schedule the games? Like, there's no way you can fit another game into their. I was space. gonna say yeah, scheduling already sucks. We saw a day where all 32 teams played. We why why if if we do that, scheduling has to become better. And I get the arenas are used for other events. I get it. I understand. Cool, great. You're making money why it like why i i just i don't understand why the schedule to, to, make, the, to make the division you would you would have to make the divisions even because you've got two more teams and you still have two other divisions that are still odd numbered you would have to add four more and have 36 that way every division has a certain number of teams. we already had we already had issue like come like the playoff time we already have issues running into like basketball finals and other sports so like you're just going to run more into that issue because it's going to be, it's just going to prolong everything because you think the season, the season length, I don't know would stay the same. You'd have to add in more games. Like everything. You would would have to have more back to backs and the traveling would be, have to be very, it would have to work. Cause you look at the, where are you going to put these teams? South Dakota. (laughs) 
Salt Lake City, Houston, Hartford, and Quebec. You already have no. I keep seeing Atlanta. Keep seeing Atlanta. You already have a Texas team. Atlanta doesn't need one. They have the Braves. That's the same reason we don't have a basketball team because we have football and we have, um, or we don't have a baseball team because we have basketball, football, and hockey. We don't need a baseball. We have the Atlanta Braves. Like not mm-hmm. every state gets every sport. It doesn't work that way. I. I want to be upset with the baseball team in Raleigh because that would be interesting. But I mean, we do have a professional. We do I have a professional. To <laughs> anywhere, do you? You don't understand the traffic. They I, have nowhere to put it. I do understand the nowhere. traffic. Hey, go for it in the mountains. <laughs> hey, you you forget we have the we have the North Carolina courage out there in Cary, so we have a professional. I know. Team. We don't have anywhere to put any other sports, Zach. <laughs> you don't understand. They talked about there was, I don't know if it was baseball. I don't remember what team it was for. They talked about putting an arena, a stadium, something like pretty much in downtown Raleigh. You don't yeah, baseball. How would you get there? Where would you park? There's nowhere to put it. Yeah, there isn't. Why do you think we have an extension with PNC? There's nowhere else to put anything. Well, that's why the mud. That's why the that's why the mudcats are in Zebulon. Like what, a half hour outside of the city? Forty five minutes. An hour with traffic. I love North Carolina representation. There's nowhere else to put anything. We already complain about traffic. Mm. All right. Yeah. Charlotte has Charlotte has such bad traffic, and all they have is football in their place. Like, come on. Like, it's just. <laughs> the horns, the horns are so bad. She forgets they exist too. <laughs> and the Charlotte Checkers, That's and the true. Charlotte Knights. The Knights are bad. <laughs> the Charlotte Knights are bad. Um, but yeah, expansion. I, love, I would love a baseball team clo- near. Like, listen, I would love it because then not everything would be blacked out. Because I don't understand the Braves are the closest, and I can't see their games on TV. Doesn't make any sense to me. That's baseball zone issue. I can't oh, fight the, that the, watching <laughs> So, but that's the thing is like there's so much going on here, and like I just don't I don't see. I don't. No offense to if we have hockey Kani or Atlanta Kaniacs listening to us. I don't see hockey being a thing in Atlanta. Like you're surrounded by states that are doing it, but I don't see well, it literally being. A, well, Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta's tried it twice. And it hasn't worked out. All you keep hearing Houston all the time because it's the sixth biggest city. It's got the sixth biggest, biggest TV market. Blah 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 blah. It's the South's trying to create more of a market for itself because of all the Dallas's hashtag is hashtag Texas hockey. You you already got it. Sorry, it's not our fault. Your state's bigger than the rest of us. <laughs> Salt Lake City would make sense because it's close enough to Colorado where you can have an instant rivalry with the Avalanche because the Av- the Avs have a terrible travel for the fact that it's them and then it's like you have to go like pretty decently far to get to another. There's nobody more. close to us. Nobody. <laughs> like like I said, yeah, because it's just it's like it takes a good while to just even get to Vegas and even then it still takes you a good bit to get to St. Louis, Minnesota, Chicago, and even Dallas to I even get there. Seattle has it the worst. <laughs> Not really. You got Vancouver right over the right Yeah, I was going to say, just hop all over the border and you got it. 
Ticket, it's a two hour train ride. North America. <laughs> that is North America, cat. Cat, <laughs> um, just a little geography lesson for you. Uh, Canada is North America. <laughs> oh, way, I'm in the United States. <laughs> uh, also, Mexico is also considered North America. Just bring just so hockey you know. to Mexico. No, I'm kidding. I'm well, kidding. Zach, it's been a long day. I'm tired. <laughs> Oh, by the way, uh, Alaska does also count as North America cat. <laughs> I know that. I was kidding, but I was dragging on our Canadians. Oh, my God. I was saying they didn't count. They say that we don't count. So I was saying it back to them. And then I misspoke. And then now you're on me. Move on. Besides it's, it's, Canucks, it's, who is near Seattle? Besides Canucks, who's near Seattle? Uh, Calgary and Winnipeg are right there too in Alberta. Not no, Seattle far. might as well be in Canada, is what you're saying. <laughs> San Jose's not that far. <laughs> yeah, is it's probably it, it, is San Jose the top of Canada, Canada, the top of California, or lower in California? They're in Northern California, they're in San Jose. Mm. They're yeah. they're a tad bit south of California. I don't know California geography. I will be very honest. San, I will San, say San, 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 South is why Texas is arguing for another team because California, good gracious, they have so many. Mm-hmm. San, I can see. Okay, San Jose is a little south of San Francisco. Just that that way you know where, where that is. I'm then, I'm gonna have to look at a map. I don't know. I was gonna say to. so. It's a little south of Sacramento. Um, Northern California cat. Yeah, so it's just oh. it, it's just above like that middle line of Cal- <laughs> California, and then there's LA and the Ducks. Um, yeah, if you're taking Canada out of the equation, yes, Seattle has it the worst. Dallas yeah. is probably next. Um, and then Colorado follows. Colorado, Colorado. Winnipeg's got it pretty bad if we're including Canada, but still. Well, I mean, well, just to get to the air, just to get to the arena from the airport takes like five hours to begin with. So I mean, it's it's not that long, but that's just the joke because the fact that it takes you forever mm-hmm. to get there is absolutely insane. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's a weird one. Yeah. So getting <laughs> off that random tangent of expansions and making fun of teams and knowing geography because apparently we're going to geography class today i know (laughs) we're getting schooled (laughs) classes in session i guess um i should be i should be getting paid for this crap i know right where's where's my degree (laughs) okay i I tried it yeah zach you teach me geography i'll teach you how to pronounce words where we'll be even I know how to pronounce words, thank you very much. Mm. Certain players' names I can't. <laughs> I was going to say, that doesn't count. That's difficult. <laughs> yeah, so actually, I know how to pronounce words. It's just players' last names are a little bit difficult to do. But I, I, you know what? At least I'm not Sam, and I actually know how to pronounce Sechnikov and Kakanyami. Sechnikov. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. I didn't mean to Sam, I love you. But... <laughs> Uh, anyway <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hear it from sam okay oh so uh there's this little 
interesting graphic that Corey Laviolette tweeted the other day. I kind of wanted to bring this up because apparently the Dom, Dom from The Athletic put out this, or was it Jay Fresh? I think it was Jay Fresh. Put out like who people thought were, what was it elite goaltenders or something like that? Some weird thing where it's like there was like a poll of like looking at goalies and if they're elite or like something like that. And Freddie, Freddie Anderson was 3%. He went down from like 26% thinking that he's like elite or something like that. Okay. And Corey Laverlet tweeted this out though of goals against average. The league average last season was 3.02. League average. Okay. According to this tweet, I'm guessing this is probably I'm gonna say for yeah, I was gonna say for the playoff. It looks like playoff stats. Because Frederick Anderson had a 1.83 goals against average in the playoffs. And then Igor Shosturkin was 1.96. Aiden Hill was 2.17. Philip Gustafson was 2.33. And Akira Schmidt was 2.35. I really wow. want I really want to see this narrative of where Freddie Anderson is not a good goalie. And uh, we, we kind of talked about this. I want to know how Shesty is up there above goalies that lasted longer in playoffs. Yeah. The thing for me is I think the narrative comes from how inconsistent he can be and how unreliable he sometimes can be due to being so injury prone. Um, That's where at least my eyes and opinions kind of get drawn to like I I think he's a fantastic goalie don't get me wrong but with that said and and this is to be said about all goalies too and in regards to inconsistency and injury problems like a a lot of teams suffer with it um it's just Vegas went through four goalies yeah (laughs) I mean so I will I will go on the narrative of common phrase is goalies are weird mm-hmm. goalies are very weird we've seen Absolutely. their we've seen what they do it's just they're weird and the thing with freddie anderson that we're not i guess as a custom with our goalies because a lot of our goalies are they have a lot of personality or they've grown up with us and like we're used to seeing them like put their heart on their sleeve put it all on the line even with ronta like he's a pretty calm guy but like he also is a lot of character when he has his mask off and he's father Finn and everything like that the thing with Anderson is he is so solemn and I I know I said it before when we were talking about going into playoffs you just don't know how much he was like into it because he doesn't show you is I feel like we also think with the way that he is is it can kind of be like oh he's so inconsistent and all of this, and that's maybe true, but you could also be looking at a goalie that is really hot, but like has been through the Toronto ringer for one. And then two, he might just be a, one of those goalies that is very like, you know, it Bailey, like as a goalie there, you're meant to do it. You make a mistake, you push it out of your head and you move on. He is very much such an, it looks like an, like he has like inner thoughts, inner dialogue, all of this stuff. He's very introspective, that I could see him being he's inconsistent because he 
focuses so hard on all the stuff he's he's doing got such an outer or a hard outer shell like you, you you see pictures and people commenting on him all the time about how stone-faced he looks all the time and as a goalie you almost kind of have to do that because if you let yourself kind of fall into the trap of thinking too much about oh people are saying this and this and this and such and such about me like that's that's gonna make you a worse person as a, yeah. a worse player Oh, also oh, Jordan Bington then. Yeah, I <laughs> like twofold. Like it's you're like okay, he's like he's got a very stone cold expression. He's very much not being phased. He's not being bothered. He's like very set in it. But you don't know what goes on in between if the ears. These exit interviews are anything to go by. People know that they see what we say about them. They see what is said. Um, they, they know what it like that. That's what's kind of getting into their heads is they see what people on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram are saying about them. And as a player, that's going to get to you. That's going to affect how you play, whether it's for the better or for the worse. I mean, if you're on, if you're on, if you're on Facebook, more power to you because. (laughs) And again, he went through the Toronto ringer. Like he, if he thought that having like, there's some judgmental Canes fans, he's had quite a bit of criticism come his way. Yeah. The, the, so, the, funny, part, the, the funny part is too, like people don't remember. He was actually an Anaheim duck before he even was a Maple Leaf. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, Anaheim is pretty, from what I've seen, Anaheim is pretty good with their players. I mean, I mean, in terms of fan interaction wise, it's just a, it's just a, not a winning environment. <laughs> um, they have won a cup, though. <laughs> don't they? Don't tell Annie that she'll come after you, Kat. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm sorry. <laughs> did I speak incorrectly? Are they a winning environment right now? Not, not right now. Not right now. No, but <laughs> when did they? When did they last? When did they last win a cup, Zach? 2007. Hey, yo. When this was, this was pre-Trevor Zegras era. <laughs> uh, when, did they, when did they go to the playoffs last? I know it was somewhat recent. I can't remember off the top of my head. They should have won in 2003 when they were still the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, but of course they had to face the Devils, and <clears throat> Scott Stevens almost killed Paul Correa, but that's a whole different thing. Oh, God. Now, but, if, you, anyway. if you want to watch a documentary, Once Upon a Time in Anaheim, really good. Highly recommend watching Anyway, my, my thought... Thoughts are, he is an elite goalie. I think he he plays really well. Injuries have, have done their toll on him. And whether we see it or not, I think they, they also, between what is being said about him in the media and with fans and then also with his injuries, there is a mental battle going on with that guy as well. Like, he's yeah. so introspective. I could see that plaguing him. And you might be like, oh, it's easy, shake it off. But, like, you – you have a bad day and you ever just like you're in a bunk and you're just like, ugh. okay, I can still write emails and do all this crap while I'm in a bad mood. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But like to play a game where you're also aware of if I play badly, X, Y, and Z are going to talk shit about me. That's a whole different story. Well, the so fact like, to- like not allowed to be in a funk. It feels like. And if a guy yeah. is very introverted, introspective, like Freddie is, I can see that weighing on him. I can so, like, as much as I've given him, an, like, I'm like, oh, he's inconsistent, things like that. 
I'm giving him that human aspect of it as well. Again, oh, he yeah. might be one of our more solemn goalies that we've had in a long while. Yep. So yeah. I can see that being an yeah, issue. No, I, no I, I, I agree. It's like, I think he's really, really good. It's just, like I said, it's the injuries that have unfortunately plagued him for, you know, just his, his career in general, even with Carolina. I mean, last year we didn't even see him the entire playoffs because he got hurt against Colorado when Bailey had to go see him and he gets hurt. And then this year he gets hurt. That was there too. That's what, did I just say that you were there, Bailey? No, I said Cat was there too. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry, brain is not right. working right now. Words are hard. <laughs> Words are hard. Brain isn't working. It's this was before but, we were close, though. So there, there is that. Yes. Um, but anyway <laughs> yeah so it's just it's unfortunately it's like i said freddie was hurt for a good part of this year as well because i mean we had Piotr up for two months when freddie was out it's just one of those things where yeah it's like you want him to be good and consistent i mean he played really well in the playoffs for us you know it's mm-hmm. i mean how much more of an easter conference file can you get from this guy who lost every game by one goal like yeah it wasn't like it wasn't like the was, like honestly- that was the Freddie we needed last playoffs. Mm-hmm. That was exactly what everyone was like, man, I wish we had. And this for Freddie, that performance that he had this past playoffs was just a big F you to everybody who had kind of said. Oh, yeah. Things about him. And the, it, That's all that was. Of course, it had it, it had to be a year where Bobrovsky had to go back to his Vesna level jack itself and when you when you get compared to guys like sebastian jaguer from the 2003 ducks team who went unworldly mm-hmm. in, the, in the playoffs too yep. that's really something that's an elite company and the fact that Bobrovsky just somehow caught fire out of nowhere and that's just it's the worst timing for freddie to be otherworldly and you have a goalie who is just somehow just goaling your entire team the entire series it's well, yeah, I think it speaks a lot that Freddie knew, like, of course, we hear in the exit interviews, all the guys being like, yeah, I want to come back. But like, I wouldn't have been surprised if Freddie said, I think my time's done here. Like, I wouldn't have been surprised. Mm-mm, but he no. and Ronta, like, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised Ronta wanted to come back. Not at all. But for Freddie to be very, like, confident saying, I want to come back and very, like, seeming to be all in on us still, I think he knew... I think he just had a good feeling of that. I held us in there. I got beat by one goal and that's not all on me. I know I can do that again. I, and that gives me confidence that he's had that confidence looking at next playoffs. Yeah. Let's do it again, but let's not have like a four overtime game place in game one of the Eastern conference final. I, I, I pray we don't get games that long again because that was not fun. Yeah. That, that, that next day was brutal. Ah, uh, but yeah. If I were them, I would go walk. <laughs> yeah, I would I mean, have spent the entire day. I would have maybe taken one little walk that day, but I would have been feeling like Jello after uh, that. that. Would have been Epsom salt bath for the next like four hours. Just, <laughs> just like the, the gym today, and I did like twenty-five to thirty jump squats, and I was walking like whoa. And I was, and then you just mentioned. <laughs> And I was like, that's nothing compared to skating. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? Um, 
So real quick with the NHL, it has been announced that the salary cap for next year will go up to $83.5 million. Woohoo! Paycheck! No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> that's somebody on the team's paycheck. I don't know whose it is, but... Yeah. <laughs> so at least we got an increase. I think it went up like an extra million dollars. Paycheck. Yep. Cool. Great. So we can resign the entire team now, guys. Yay! No, just I. Yeah, that's. Let's go. Let's go get Clayton Keller for a million dollars. No, you mentioned too that something, something a little, something that Brad Marchand might be interested to hear about too. Oh yeah, (laughs) supposedly the supposedly the escrow might get paid off next season too at some point. So Very I mean, exciting. I mean, you know, as long as Arizona doesn't keep Arizoning itself, and we <laughs> keep getting stuck with it, but I mean, oh god! As of right now, the hurt the the league is, is on pace to uh, getting the escrow paid off. Yeah, it it only took how long <laughs> to get done? Just my a bit. watch is off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, no, that's I mean, they're. A million dollars doesn't do all that much in the grand scheme of things, but um, it's, if, there, if there is some extra, like it, it's going to help in uh, areas that may some teams may underestimate. Um, I know for sure. Again, doesn't seem like a lot, but it's going to help us out a ton. Yeah. So, so it is. What it is. Yeah. So before we go into. Uh, our next part of this show, we are going to talk about our amazing sponsors that we have here at the Sturgecast, and that is with Primo X Hockey. If you're if you're looking for hockey equipment, you're talking like sticks, pucks, skate protectors, anything you really can think of hockey wise, cages, anything like that. Primo X got you covered. Based in Raleigh, North Carolina, like maybe 15 minutes from the arena, this is the place to go to for anything that you need for indoor or outdoor. Um, if you can't get to the if you can't get to their warehouse, you can go online at primuxhockey.com and find all their stuff there. You can find their apparel, hoodies, hats, t-shirts, they even got koozies, they got flags. I mean, the, the great group over there. And if you use the code searchcast at checkout, you get 20% off your order. That's where you get your Sebastian Aho discount. Just because you listen to us and went over there and use our uh, special promo code that we have uh, through them. Um, like I said, they have a lot of great stuff. And if you are able to get to the warehouse, it's 1411 Diggs Drive right there in Raleigh. They got a little store right next to the warehouse. You can go check out all their stuff, too. I mean, they got rollerblade wheels. They got outdoor pucks. Everything you if can If you go, go, tell them we sent you. Yes. Also, go tell them that we sent you, too, because then hopefully you get a discount there as well. Um, and if you're looking to get your skate sharpened, they do it for five dollars. Go get your skate sharpened for you know your next beer league game or your kids got to practice the next morning. Make sure to go get that done as well. So, yeah, make sure to check them out. They're open Monday through Friday and they're also open on Saturdays, but their hours on Saturday are a little bit shorter than their normal times. But make sure to go check them out. Primoxaki.com. Like I said, use code SHIRTSCAST, get 20% off your order. Help support them, which also helps support us because they've been our sponsors since before episode one of the of the search cast. And we're on our season two finale and they've been with us the entire time. So big thank you to them for 
sticking around with us and you know support local and shop local and all that good stuff too so like i said check them out primaxhockey.com make sure you search cast at checkout so you can get that you know that little bit of a discount because who doesn't like to save money i mean i know i do i don't know about you but i want to save some money more money towards jersey exactly you know especially since everything's so expensive now so why not save that little extra money right i yeah Talking about jerseys, I'm really curious to see what next year is going to be, especially alternates and yeah. For you know, honestly though, I really hope they do so, like for the Whaler jerseys. Either they bring the navy blues or they go with the white. I'm jerseys. hoping they bring the navy blues. I my my honestly, dad brings out that Whaler jersey all the time, and oh honestly, my god, the the blue ones are nice. I kind of like the white ones too. The white ones are pretty clean. Also, disclaimer, if we have Whalers night, that doesn't quite count as the special jersey because they'll wear it the whole game. So there will still be probably Whaler nights. Theme nights aren't going to go anywhere. It's just the like you're not going to see any Raleigh ice cap jerseys and kids jerseys. I mean, you will, just not on our players. (laughs) Yeah. Or at least not on the ice in person. You might see pictures. That's about it. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, something like that. <laughs> so, uh, so full disclaimer, uh, we aren't going to do any like draft live coverage next week. Cause it's Wednesday and Thursday night. It's in Nashville. First of all, why on a Wednesday and a Thursday on why Wednesday night for round one makes zero sense to me. Cause you know, that's going to take at least four hours. Cause mm-hmm. for whatever reason, Whatever reason the NHL draft takes so long in round one is mind-boggling to me. If I wasn't already taking part of Tuesday off, I'd be taking Wednesday off. And I'm I'm already telling my coworkers like, hey, ESPN's staying on pretty much all day. Well, third well, Thursday, <laughs> well, Thursday you're covered because it starts at eleven AM Eastern. So nine o'clock your time, Bailey. You can you can throw that on and you're good to go. Well, I'll still um, be at work, but it'll be fine. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying though. It, it's just the fact of when the draft is makes no sense, but because last year we did do a live cut, not this show specifically, but some of us did do a live draft show. Mm-hmm. We're not doing that. We're all just going to relax on Wednesday and Thursday, see what happens and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, so the draft is happening next week. We'll do all that for our season three premiere episode. We'll do nothing. We'll talk about draft stuff and all that. But the NHL, but Bleach Report Open Ice did do a mock draft from Lyle Richardson. And he's like hit. So the, the graphic has the top 10. Of course, you know, Connor Berdard, number one. I know, I'm shocked. I <laughs> he, um, Color me surprised. Uh, Adam Fantilli going to the Ducks. Leo Carlson goes to the Jackets. Uh, Metvi Michkov goes to the Sharks. Will Smith. Uh, not the actor or the baseball player. Will Smith is going to go to the Canadians. Um, David Reinbacher goes to the Coyotes. Ryan Leonard goes to Philadelphia. Dalibor Dvorsky goes to the Capitals. Zach Benson to Detroit. And then Nate Danielson to St. Louis. Of course, this is all mock. None of it. Who knows what's really going to happen. This is the guy they think that the Hurricanes are going to pick at pick 30 if the Kings stay at 30 and don't trade their pick away. They think it's going to be Quentin Musty of the OHL Sudbury Wolves. Wow, what a last name. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so for this is this is particularly good for Cat. 
So this dude is 6'2", 200 pounds. I don't know his eye color. I don't know his shot. But at least we yeah, know six is. foot man. <laughs> uh, can't say that much. <laughs> no, he cannot. Um, the, the, from what they're saying is because of the fact that the the Hurricanes could use some uh, a scoring left winger with some size. Uh, Serena Mussey, who is eighteen, uh, he actually is ranked fourteenth among all North American skaters in the Anshal Central Scouting. Um, finished second among the Wolves' leading scorers with 26 goals and 78 points last season in 53 games, um, and he had four points in four playoff games for the um, the CHL playoff thing they got going because the, the, the way they do the playoffs is insane. Um, so he did get four points in that many games. Uh, let's see, and then – yeah, so Musty is number six among the season's top ten left wing prospects. So there is some good signs that he is within the top ten, and he's at number six. Uh, let's see. They also said that he's noted that the youngster's defensive game consistently does need improvement, but singled out his playmaking and shot among are among his strengths. So he is a playmaker, and he's got a good shot. So which is good to see. He's he's got some scoring. Something's got to get worked out. Of course, you know, every prospect is. He's 18. He's got a long way to go still. Um, and they're also going on to say the Hurricanes already have a deep NHL roster, so they won't be rushing for any of the top – for rushing for top prospects. Um, given Musty's promising development in two OHL seasons, he should continue to improve next season with the Wolves. A season or two in the Hurricanes' far system would also turn Musty into a well-rounded forward. So there's potentially could probably see one more season in Sudbury and then probably go right to the AHL team probably after next season. So you're looking at 24-25. You're gonna see this guy, you're gonna see this kid in the farm system. So all really depends. I wouldn't be I wouldn't mind that pick if they if they do get Quentin Musty. I mean, I've seen Nadu get thrown around. I've seen a bunch of other guys get thrown around. I know. Matt Soma, uh, Kane's prospect, he's been answering questions and putting out some like predictions of like who that Kane's might get. So I'm no dra- I'm no draft expert. I don't know. I'm trying to think who would be a good fit for this team. <laughs> That's way above my pay grade, man. I yeah, am, I'm I, not. I'm not a prospect person. <laughs> like, no. Once I mean, on the roster, I'll know. Once they're on the roster, I'm good. Trying to pick who I think is going to get drafted. I mean, if last year is anything to go by, we we can mock it all we want and still not know exactly who gets picked where. So yeah. I mean, everyone, everyone um, I'll be fully tra- I'll be fully transparent. I'm <laughs> I'm not really big or all in the know about the draft, like especially because the Canes don't have any high picks for a while. So like. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah and I'm not a big knowledge. I'm more interested in watching all the current people talking about wanting to be traded and who's available and things like that. The agency's more, taking up too much space in my brain. More <laughs> watching that because, like, yeah. we've got some Calgary boys and they don't want to be there anymore. Kind of interesting. Yeah, we're a little hopeful. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like if we were like in the top five, where it's like, okay, I kind of know more what's going on. Once you get past that, it's kind of like it's a crapshoot. Because I mean, everyone thought Shane Wright was going to go one last year, didn't happen. I mean, 
we all was know that the guy there. was that the guy with the awesome stare down <laughs> yep that was yeah <laughs> staring right yep staring right at the habs at the habs brass and was like not having it yet. i mean good for him i mean you don't want to go to the habs anyway <laughs> oh god <laughs> who said that <laughs> that was a team that had bad player <laughs> who said that 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 was a team that had bad player development someone someone said that somewhere bad player oh. development up in montreal really they don't f- do well with young players who said that <laughs> yeah I'm like, unfounded yeah I, I would love to say that i would know more about prospects i really don't I- I would, we I was say, say if you we guys say are in, interested in a page that's all about Kane prospects, though, there's a little literal Twitter page dedicated to it. Go follow them over at Kane. They've changed, prospects. yeah. They've they've changed who runs it, but yeah, it's so still... Matt Soma is handing over the reins, um, but still very very capable content. I'm super excited to see how it's uh, going to be run in the future. Um, and they've already said there's going to be a bunch of content coming up after the draft so overall i say don't be too stressed about it because the canes have been really good at drafting we are really good at drafting we're really good at drafting i mean even if you look at our players currently they're being are so good they weren't not all of them were like number one drafts slavin oh my god he was where that man drafted was criminal yeah a a fifth a fifth round pick i mean so Everyone thought Sebastian Ajo. Everyone thought Sebastian Ajo in the second round was a stretch pick for the Kings. See how that worked out. I mean, Brett Pesci wasn't a high draft pick either. So I mean, it's. I mean, I mean, really look at it. Eric Stahl, Svechnikov, and Skinner. I mean, those are our high end guys. But even then, it's like. And KK. Well, not for us. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but just overall, the King. The Kings have no problems with the. Well, now they're not so bad but- with the drafts. Dark Ages Canes, we're not going to talk about that. That's yes, but the, the Canes are really good at finding the gems. diamonds in the rough. Yeah, they're, oh. they're, they're those hidden gems. So it'll it's be quote Aladdin, diamonds in the rough. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm glad someone caught that. Like I said, <laughs> like, like, like what we did last year for the season two premiere, we'll do an episode right after the draft. We'll talk about who they got, all that stuff. Gonna keep it very simple. Like I said, we're 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 transparent with everyone who listens to the show. We're not that we're not that high on prospects because it's just one of those things where it's the draft. Who knows what's gonna happen when you get to thirty? We're kind of looking for, but, to where the where free agency and, and the resign period is and stuff like that. That's where it's kind of like okay, that's the that's the kind of like our next big thing to look. But we'll at. still talk about it some so that you can kind of know what's going on. So we can talk oh, about yeah, it course. some and then. When we bring that up, we also might tease a fun. That'll be the next season of the Surgecast, and we'll get to tease a fun, some fun new things. Yes, we're well, very excited with something coming up here real soon. Oh, I mean, I think we should just tease it now because oh, why not? I was gonna tease. I was gonna tease it more at the end of the episode. I was dropping a breadcrumb. Oh well, I mean, I have nothing really else to talk about unless you guys got something else because that's all the notes I had. For I'm excited. Oh, I was just gonna. I mean, again, I was just gonna bring up. The little crumbs that we've heard about again, like the Calgary boys. You have Lynn Holm oh, yeah, talking yeah. about let's, wanting, let's, let's talk about wanting to wanting to leave. He still has another year on his contract. You've got Tofoli. Here we go. Ta- Not being Tyler- able to Foley. <laughs> it's, Ty- it's Tyler Tofoli, and you say I can't pronounce hockey names correctly. Oh, I did that so you could feel good and correct me, Zach. Oh. 
<laughs> I don't need I do not need your pity your pity mishaps there, cat. <laughs> Listen here, Kevin. Um, I don't need you to start leaving. So people are so people are talking about him. So that's a center and that is a winger. Both very excellent. Um again, people are looking more. Tyler is a little ranked a little better than uh Lindholm. Of course, we've had Lindholm before. It would be great to have him under RBA. Um, I know there's that common thing of like, well, he's got beef with us. Mm-mm. No, no, he is. He is not an Aracala. All right. Listen, mm-hmm. he, got, he, got, he got, he got, he got mocked. He got mocked first. It, it definitely did not start with him. Wasn't so what he did, I was Hannafin? like, mm, kind of wasn't, that, wasn't it, wasn't it Noah Hannafin that really started that? And then he just, Elias got somehow lumped into that. I don't remember. I don't even remember. I didn't even for a while didn't even remember what hockey drama. Like I didn't know why we were mad. I, I I think Jules would know more than anything else because she would have more of an insight on what how that whole thing. Yeah. Add down, that but... to the next episode. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Overall, it would be great, and I know we kind of teased those were also names that came up at the trade deadline. But again, those have been very big acquisitions. There are, there's a little bit more viability to them now because, again, the Canes do more in the offseason than they normally do at the trade deadline. So those are some thoughts. Yeah, because yeah, um, both, both those guys have – they both have a year left. I think going to – oh, I, yeah, it was Noah Hannafin. No, sorry, it wasn't Hannafin. It was actually about – to fully requested yeah. trade, though, right? He requested no, trade. No, he wasn't. He didn't request a trade. The Calgary said that he's up for a tra- he's up for a trade. Like they'll they're willing to trade him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So to fully score, well, they said 30, that in the trade deadline too. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Calgary has made Tyler to fully available for trade. Uh, scored thirty four goals last season. Is signed for one more year, but it's four point two five AAV. It's but a pretty friendly contract, right? That. Three and, a half, three and a half of that 425 is in cash. So it's actually a good value contract. And this is per oh, See, Frank. I said it was a good contract, and then you said wait, and then you continue to say it was a good contract. Because I, I, I wasn't really done, because it says 4.25, okay. but then it says also three and a half of that is in cash. But yes, it's a very good deal. Han, I think Hannafin last What's time What's the I other half it, of it in? <laughs> What's the other part of it in? I'm sorry. These are questions I have. They're saying this amount of it's in cash. What's the other part of it in? Like Monopoly money? Like what is the other <laughs> part? Here we go. <laughs> That's my question. Like if you're going to be like, well, it's in cash. I'm like, well, how else are you paying them? Bitcoin? What Escrow. Is it? Escrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's. So any bonus it's bonuses everything else probably it's just how contracts are done. I think no, I think uh Lys Lindholm was um I think like 4.6, 4.7, somewhere up there. It was in the high end of the four and a halfs. So um, either one of the, either one of them would be a bad option either. I, I set I mean Lindholm would be great for center depth. I don't think we need to be honest, I don't think we need any more centers because if you look at the guys we have now on the team, a lot of them are also centers that we have to play them on the wing because our center depth is kind of big. Yeah, I would say, you I would say to, fully, to fully be a better option, in my opinion. Yeah. You might not. Yeah. But I also feel like we have a lot of wingers. Um, but potentially, mm-hmm. potentially, though, mm-hmm. potentially, though, you might be moving Saul down to four 
see. I don't know if we have that many centers. I mean, I know you say that we have uh, centers playing on the wings, but we talked about it multiple Jack times. Jury, they just was, Jack Jury. Jack wants to Jack has requested a trade, first of all. Uh well Potom see if that changes though, if he gets more playing time in Carolina this upcoming season. Uh also never get Vasily Potomarev also a center. He's been playing really well and they're looking at him possibly. He hasn't too. broken in yet though. I was gonna say that's if yet. he breaks the roster. I'm but I'm just saying he's also a center that everyone's really high touted on him too. So I mean, yeah, we we I mean uh, okay, step up was a center at some point. Uh, let's see, <laughs> check jury was a center at some point. Nietzsche, but the thing is, is even though we have, I know, but even though we have guys that can play center that are on the wings, Rod hasn't really done that thing of putting them into center. Well, you had yeah. Nietzsche, Rod wasn't doing that. He wasn't like, I'm not going to put him at center. Yeah. So, I mean, either one wouldn't be. A yes, bad you have that flexibility. Yeah. But. I mean, getting either one of them wouldn't be bad. I think Tyler Zafoli would be a great addition, too. But if we brought Lindholm back for, you know, whatever the package would be to get him because it's a one-year rental or it's a, hey, if we bring you back, will you sign an extension type thing? So Right. Yeah. I mean, either, so, way, either way, you're going to have to hopefully extend either one of those guys because they're both going into the last year of the contract. So, yeah, I don't think either is a bad option. I mean, hey. Um, Trade Calgary the 30th pick and something in a prospect or two. And Jack, they might want Jack. They might want youth. I mean, so, I, like, I like Jack Jury, but if you, if you tell me Jack Jury in a 30th overall pick for Toffoli or Lindholm, I, I would so have, I think both I of those, have a problem. I think both of those can contribute. Um, a little piece of news that we saw today, which I'm not putting a whole lot of weight in, but I'm just got to say it is that there was talks that Jordan Stahl's group and the Canes were at an impasse on their deal. I don't see a way that deal doesn't get made. Yep. Um, I don't know how much they could be asking for. I mean, he wants to retire here, but also how much more does he have to contribute that he could be asking for more? I think he's in the same boat as say Mark Nook. Sorry, actually, even less than Martinuk because Martinuk had a more offensive season last year. Yep, I don't know. Um, I could, I could also say he could be around the same as Patches, but Patches also has a little bit more offensive game in him to bargain with. Well, as long as as long as his glass Achilles doesn't break for a third time. Hey, he's got a new one. He's got a new one. That's all I'm saying. I know. I know. It's, <laughs> I, I, it, I just, I really hope that Jordo isn't asking for what he's making now because it's still, even then, it's like, it's still a little yeah, too high. A lot. I would say, like, w- like, even like a two by two would probably be the best option. If he's asking for anything north of three, I think it's a little bit much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, another fun little question is I saw on Twitter and I also brought up for to hear Bailey and Zach's opinion is we talked about that when Jordo is done being captain, Mm -hmm. the Carolina hurricanes, who do you see being the, having the next C or being the next C Zach. Mm. We know the popular answer is Aha. We do know that. (laughs) Yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely know the popular. We're very aware of that. Is he my answer? Who's what's your answer, Bailey? 
I go Slavo. Same. That that was gonna be my pick. I mean, for me, it's it for me, it, it's it, always been nobody Slavo. else. I mean, yes, Aho is being made into a leader. Um, I think he could use a few more years kind of with the A, uh, getting a grasp on like learning the kind of chemistry we have in the locker room, um, learning under guys like Jordan Stahl, if he decides to stay another year or so, whatever, um, learning under a guy like Jacob Slavin. I, I, I couldn't ask for a better captain. I, yeah, I would, I would say, I would say if we're going with who we think it would be the C and the two A's, I would say Slavo is the C, Aho is the A. And you got to make Martinuk the other A because Martinuk is – he's technically an alternate captain. I think it's only for the – is it for the road or home? I think it's road because I think he's the road alternate. So you would make him the full full A along with Aho, and then you bring Slavo as the C. Then they, then we don't have a rotating, a rotating alternate captain for the home and the road like they do now. Mm-hmm. That's, I, all, that's all I would do yeah, I third that, and it's not even that I obviously number one Jacob Slavin fan, but the reasoning Fe- behind female, it is female number one Jacob Slavin fan is the male yeah, version. The same she'll, she'll she'll fight you for that. <laughs> anyway, the male version of the number one Slavin. The reasoning fan. behind it. <laughs> the reasoning behind it is is a lot with what you have with Jordo. Um, I think it's really a positive thing to have your captain. Like I know a thing with Aho is everyone wants to be like, well, he's very expressive. He's out there ready to fight for his guys. He's very outgo, like loud, expressive, all of that. Yes. But that's not always what you need from your captain. Like, yes, you can use that in the locker room, but also a captain doesn't have to be that. If you have guys like Martinuk, if you have guys like Svetch, if you have the other guys in the locker room. You've got a guy like Aho who's going to fill that role of. Yeah. If you have those guys being that big presence, they don't have to be the C. They can still do that presence. The C, I think, is what's important on a guy, I would say, with Slavo is because you're still going to get that very calm, level-headed I'm going to like think everything clearly because that's the voice that you want. That's the voice that's going to talk to the refs and the refs can be, we know a pain in the ass having Aho. They already give Aho shit about him talking like, cause he's asking, giving them grief, but he gets fired up. That's, I know it's their job to listen to the assistant captains and the captain, but they also have like, you have to gain some respect that way. I'm not saying Aho doesn't have their respect, but a guy like Slavo is definitely going to have that respect. He's going to have that level-headedness. He's going to know how to – he's going to listen to his coach. He's going to be able to – he has great rapport with the guys on the ice. And then he can have his alternate captains be the guys being the hype guys, being the guys that bring the fire because it's not like – I've seen Slavo get excited about things, but he doesn't have to bring it. You don't need someone taking their emotions out in a captain role, a.k.a. Jamie Ben. Sorry. That's a captain that I wouldn't want as a captain because look at how he behaved on the ice. Like, come mm. on, dude. That's well, a, that's that's not your leadership that you want. Not saying that Aho's going to do that, but I've seen Aho get chippy. I've seen him do like kind of irritating little things to the other team and do those little things where like he could get called for it if they saw him. And that's not, that's not bad hockey. And I think that's has a place in it, but also I would value more from your captain to be the one staying level-headed. Let your teammates, let them go chip it out and be there to stand up for them, be there when you need them. 
but not the guy that's going to get the useless foul called on him just because what? he's getting heated in the moment. Yeah, Slavin is the guy you want to be the captain who leads by example, who comes who comes and does his job and does what needs to happen. So, yeah. Yep. I think Slavin is yeah. the best back. Glad we're all in agreement. <laughs> Shocker. Shocker. Not saying, not saying Ajo could be a great captain in the future. How boring. I'm just saying, I, I agreed. He's very young. I think he could stand from looking and learning from leadership. What did you say? I said, how boring. <laughs> We're all in agreement. How dare we all agree on something? <laughs> no, we should be fired up and argumentative and calling each other names. Yeah, we're fired up and argumentative about. I have great transitions. Act. You know what I'm fired up and argumentative about is those damn player rankings. First of all, you have a list. You have a list of the oh. top defensive defensemen. Oh and Jacob Slavin wow. isn't on that list. I don't care. Listen, all the other lists, you don't have I'm not expecting a whole bunch of Carolina Hurricanes to break these top lists, okay? Because they're already thinking we don't have superstars. Whatever. You can't make that list and not put that man in it. Mm. Like that's undisputable his damn list. And then to be like, well, this season, first of all, they ranked his offense higher than his defense, which were we watching the same player? Does anyone what? <laughs> Second of all, the people, one they showed where he had a higher ranking, he didn't have any percentage for the transition. So you weren't even looking at his transition game for that year, which was, I think, 16-17. I think that's the card they showed. Yes. Second of all, yeah. that year, the, the dark that's part of the dark years, he was having to do so much heavy lifting. So you're saying he ranked better and had, was a better defensive defenseman when his whole team struggled than when he's on a well-rounded defensive team, still doing his damn job day in and day out, mm -hmm. except when he's played four overtimes and his stick gets stuck in someone else's skate. <laughs> and you're going to be like, oh, well, he kind of struggled this year. Are you kidding me? And then also, also, you put another list out there of the top offensive defense or top uh, defensive wingers. How is it that we have the top defensive team and none of our players are making any of the defensive lists? How? Yeah. How? I know we're all rounded together, but how? No, Woody? I mean, analytics will take you only so far depending on how you want to look at the analytical stats. Not Sometimes analytics doesn't always prove the site game, too. That, that, I'm sorry. It also it, proves. But that hey, if the end games, if the end games, the Hall of Fame, we know stats don't matter anymore. Just to bring it full circle, it, it well, just it's, proves. It just proves that <laughs> if, if people are making these off of stats alone, it also proves that you're not watching the players of the stats. Mm -hmm. You're not watching the games to see how these players are playing. I mean, you're not watching I mean, the Hurricanes. You had here we go, Zach. One eighteen. You had Ian. Fucking Cole on that list, except instead of Jacob Slavin. I was going to say that. Sorry, yeah. he was on our team, and he was a defensive liability. The amount of penalties that man takes, how he slow as molasses. How is he better as a defensive defenseman than Jacob fucking Slavin? All right, one eighteen. Felt, felt kind of wrong to say that in his name. So I'm sorry, and I repent. <laughs> but I was heated. I'm very heated because you're gonna take you 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 take away the Norris because you're like he doesn't score. He doesn't. Fine. 
One thing we can agree with is that he is a very, very good defensive defenseman. And then you put that list out there and you take that away from him. I'm angry, Zach. I'm angry. <laughs> you almost got the third F bomb in like three minutes. I would have. I know. I was very. We're setting I'm a very record heated. on the I had calmed down. I had calmed down from the end of the season and those lists. I got tagged in them, and I just opened my phone and I said, "Why?" And then I think I was more heated about that than what happened with Rindamore being left off the Hall of Fame. But all together, I'm like. It's just it, like off you, you said it's coming at me, chat. man. So basically you said this in our group chat, and this was like the big thing, the biggest thing that stuck out to me. You're gonna leave the guy who is most impactful on our penalty kill and making us one of the most, if not the most offensive team in the NHL, off of a list of defensive defensemen. I don't he leads the, he it, leads in ice time. It. He has less penalties, he leads in takeaways. How what what are you looking at? That takes him off that list. What? Literally what? It makes no sense. Just like Rod Burnham, we're not making the Hall of Fame. It just doesn't make any sense. And uh, let us know when your parents call you to reprimand you for the two F-bombs you dropped in the <laughs> Forgive me, God, for my sins. <laughs> it's about it's about, it's about about and They might understand. I know your dad listens, so that's going to be a good conversation. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a call from Catfish as soon as this drops, being like, "Dude, what did Cat have for breakfast that morning?" <laughs> oh, I had a bunch place. of crunch. That's what I'm eating right now. That's what gave me this ki- extra kick. <laughs> I've been waiting though. Like I can't I can't type on Twitter everything I feel. So I wait until this, and I'm like, I'm ready to express myself. In a safe space with my co-host in a safe that will space. <laughs> agree with me. Yes. Oh gosh. So yeah. you don't have to deal with the idiots who disagree in your comment section. It's, yeah. it's, it's, I, it's, it's if so you weird, disagreed though. with me and nobody did, but if somebody did, I don't even know if I would waste the time to argue with this with them because that's sorry, it's just stupidity. And I don't think I would waste the time to argue with them. I would just be like, bye, Felicia. Bye. Because I'd be too heated. I'd be too heated. And I would type out a response and Twitter would do that thing where it'd be like, "Mm, this has been deemed inappropriate in some circles. Are you sure you want to post it? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I said, damn. (laughs) I said what I said. Come on, man. I said what I said, Twitter. (laughs) Post it. But yeah. Um, As for the last TikTok video I posted. So um, great. I know that I said that that was us and I kind of joked saying that was us on here and obviously maybe like Baylor or something being like, oh, maybe we should talk to him. Nope. I think we're all in agreement that like that came out and I was like stabbing. Stabbing is the only option at the moment. (laughs) It was so great. I'm like, yep. The TikTok, you know, when the TikToks drop, you're like, it's going to be good. It's It's a good one. It's going to be a good one. It's... (laughs) that's why it's so weird like we have to wait a week now in between episodes because i'm like by the time we get here i'm like oh hi friends it's been a bit <laughs> it's been a while <laughs> seen you, even though it was only like a week ago but just so used to us doing like what two episodes a week now it's yep. like hey now what we're... do i do with my hands i don't get it especially if they record on thursday nights you're like i gotta wait another week i do with my hands yep <laughs> oh my goodness well what an excellent way to 
in season two, starting off hot. We started with a rant. We ended with a rant. Let's go. <laughs> Whatever will season three bring us? <laughs> Guys, there's such fun things for season three. We're super excited you, like, to announce something. Guys, oh, I don't guys. know if we want to we might, it now. We might have a facelift in certain areas. We might <laughs> eventually have other sponsors. Coming, it's great. <laughs> we might eventually have some other sponsors if anyone wants to put up with us. There's so many things. More guests. Woo! We have such Be excited. a large guest list. A full season of on. me as a co-host. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my that was, so that was such a slot on Ibrahimovich way of just saying thank you for pre- just bowed down in my presence. That was such <laughs> a, that was such a slot. Ready for I, more I was gonna say, do we do we want to give away anything more? Do we want to do we want to let the people uh, do we well, want to let that kind of marinate? No, no, we we can drop a little bit more. Um, I do want to say though, Bailey. We finished our first full season. I know covering this team. You know, we added we added Cat halfway through in December, so it's like it's crazy. Yeah, like, no, that and it, I mean that just kind of kicks off what I was going to say. This season's been full of surprises, uh, full of amazing uh, events and opportunities, and meeting you guys in person, but also meeting a bunch of other great. really really that cool was- people. That was such um, a great weekend, man. I want. I, I just want to keep reliving that weekend. That was so much fun. That can was, we have another stadium series, please? I need another our, excuse to come back. <laughs> or, or how about you just come back and generally hang out with us for a random weekend and let's just go watch some Hurricanes hockey and have some food and get drinks, because why not? Well, yeah. hey, Kat's moving to Raleigh, so I might have another place to stay. That's one thing that's changing for season three is I will officially be a North Carolina native again. Unfortunately, I'm still three and a half hours away in South Carolina. I've got a few. I've got a like 24 hour move ahead of me sometime in the near future. Maybe we'll see if that ever happens. But yeah, no. But yeah, it's crazy just how this season went. I mean, we went from I don't know 1,500 downloads. I don't even know where we were at the start of season two. I know we were somewhere in the 1,000 range. I- of- I'd have to go back through text messages because you've been really, really good at keeping up on that. Um, yeah. But... The, the fact that we're over 5,100, like we've already beat March and April's number. No, March and February's numbers. No, and April's. Like May is probably going to be our best month ever. We had like 1,280 oh, downloads. Yeah. But the, for the fact that June has already beaten February, March, and April's. Yep. Like, we can't. There's more that I can say. Is just how, how much we appreciate everyone who's listened to us for this long. Like first full season. I mean, fact we've hit 55 episodes in a season with like a two week break in December. We had like Thanksgiving off at one point. Like some of us, like we had like just the two of us on a show, or mm-hmm. all of us, and then we had guests too. Thank you to all the guests who've joined us for this season. Mike Mascalco twice. Uh, we got Walt Roth. You know, Wade Minter was like see, like episode three of this season, which is yeah. still crazy to think about that. That was episode three was with Wade, and right. just you know, big thing. Like I said, big thanks to Mike, uh, Colin from from Home Ice Advantage comes on a few times. Thank you for him coming on. Um, Cats, Colin, 
Just yeah, I was going to say Cat's Colin was a huge help in some of those kind of slower episodes. I uh, can't. We we got to shout out the girls' night episode. Oh, uh, I, for, I, forgot, I, I forgot this was that was this season too. Yeah, because I was moving and right before yep. I had to stay in the hotel for three months. Yeah, that was. So, yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, big thanks to Jules for coming on. Oh man, Moose, Alex. That that was that, that was chaotic episode. Uh, Jared Ellis. Yeah, huge one. Andrew Rinaldi coming Andrew on at least Rinaldi. like three or four times this season. I mean, just the the plethora of guests we've had. I mean, can't wait for what we have in season three with more guests. I mean, now that we know what a full season is, we kind of know what our flow is. No full game recaps, just kind of like we know what works from what from what we can tell by numbers. Everyone loves the format that we're doing, so we're just format staying the same. Uh, no more co-host editions this is it it's us three we're just gonna have guests coming on <laughs> that's the surprise we add one every season no, we don't. <laughs> who's oh, next, next season? find no out one. next time on the <laughs> season three on the stage cast. <laughs> absolutely not um but we do have some very all out members zach It'll be a new female every time. <laughs> I know I need to even it up. I need to get a guy on here. <laughs> I can't be the only dude. Uh, but no, so next Friday we will. So after the draft, because Kat is moving on you know, like next week. So um, we'll be doing an episode on next Saturday. So that Friday, um, just because in fact we won't have an episode out. We will, though, have some amazing news dropping that day. So there is going to be something happening next Friday. That's all you get. Yes. That's all you guys get. So make (laughs) sure we'll post an announcement too after this episode drops. But yes. And next Friday, you know what? Let's do it for noon. Noon on Friday of next week. Look out for for a little something, something from the uh, Twitter side of things and all that good stuff. But yeah, what, what a second season. 55 episodes, a lot of guests, a really long Canes run of in the playoffs, and just buttloads of downloads. Like, it's crazy that we're over 5,000. You guys have been insane. 5,100 5, downloads by the end of season two. It's wild that we've gotten so many. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just. It, it's crazy. I, I'm excited to see what this next year kind of brings, not just for the Surge cast, but for uh, the community of Caniacs in total um another cup baby let's go let's go for cup. cup number two let's go for cup number two because why not yeah but but so of course big thanks to cat for joining us halfway through the season Nick, that was very awesome for her to be like sure why not <laughs> coming <laughs> come why drink. not i thought oh i was like oh maybe they're sick of me but nope <laughs> no no I never maybe actually no maybe zach maybe zach yeah because i get get bullied every week on the show that i started whose fault (laughs) is that obviously bailey's of course no i mean it's always always my fault Hmm. blame the youngin i see how it i'm inclined to blame the orcas because i feel like it's everything's (laughs) their fault right now Oh my gosh! Oh god! Yeah, we, we, you, you always gotta blame the youngest one because you get away with everything. So there you go. <laughs> I see how it is. Blame the uh, young child. <laughs> hey, if you got a conjunction in your birth year, man, you gotta get it somehow. 
<laughs> Next time I see yeah. you, Zach. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the second season because I was going to say in the next season, Bailey will be older, but not really that much. So never mind. I'll be a week older, guys. It'll be great. <laughs> All right. Before, but, we actually, before we actually go, Kat, where can people find you and the network? Yeah. In the meantime, if you want to follow our network, um, you can follow the on Twitter at five and a game SN all spelled out on YouTube at five GSN, the number five and then GSN. And then on TikTok at five game SN. Um, you can also, of course, on that network, um, you can look at our other uh, podcasts and our friends over there that do like the mile high podcast and whoa hockey. Also fun to follow. Um, if you don't want to hear just Kane's talk, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't, but Kane's talk is superior. It's fine. <laughs> but yes, go follow our friends as well. Um, and then you can follow me on TikTok, of course, at Kaniac Chick. Um, and then on Twitter, on Twitter, you can follow me at Kaniac Chick. Oh my gosh. On TikTok, you can follow me at KVT Hunter 74. Um, and all of that. Of course, if you listen to these episodes, it's the same every week. But please give me a follow. I should be dropping. The videos will a little be a little bit more sparse during the summer, um, but I'll be dropping some every now and then. And, of course, I'll get on Twitter every now and then to rant about awful stats and takes I see every now and then. And Jacob Slavin slander. All <laughs> Jacob Slavin. Jacob Slavin. Look, the words are stopping for me. I'm becoming Zach. <laughs> really? Where can they find you and where can they follow the search cast? Oh my the, god. The, the audacity. audacity. The, the, un- the, un- the, the unmitigated audacity. Goal. The unmitigated gall. You can follow me over on Twitter at Bailey Curtis, and that is Bailey with two eyes. You can follow me over on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis for a little more sporadic posting but i'm over there too um (laughs) if you are watching this on youtube hi hello i run things over on the youtube side um it'll be be halfway through season three before season two episodes get dropped so don't we're we're getting there um (laughs) be sure to hit that red subscribe button down below um hit that like button be sure to leave a comment let us know um what your expectations are for the draft, what you think of Freddie Anderson, uh, RBA being snubbed yet again. Uh, Any thoughts you have about uh, anything we talked about in this episode, be sure to leave it down below. We'd love to kind of chat with you um, about what's going on. But if you're not following us over on YouTube or subscribe to us over on YouTube, we have other places for your listening and uh, interactive pleasure as well. Uh, you can follow us over on Twitter and Instagram, both at the surge cast. We have link trees in our bios over there. So we can, you can find out where to listen to us. We are pretty much everywhere. Um, so be sure to hit that follow button on both of those, uh, both Twitter and Instagram. So you can kind of keep up on everything episode wise and anything going on here over at the surge cast. Um, if you are looking for uh, some of my endeavors outside of Hurricanes hockey, um, I am the beat writer for the Colorado Eagles over at uh, FP, or Field Pass Hockey. Um, so if you are looking to get some Eagles coverage, they are the uh, AHL affiliate of the Colorado Avalanche out here in Loveland. Um, be sure to follow me over at FPH Eagles over on Twitter. Um, may, we are taking a bit of a hiatus um for after the calder cup but we've got some awesome content coming your way um to start off next season 
Zach, I will throw it over to you. All right. So you can find me on Twitter at one cheer Zach. That's only true. Zach is actually spelled out. It's not the number one. So go find me over there with takes on hockey and everything else in general. Um, Instagram, Zach R. Martin 22. It's more of like the hobby type stuff. A lot of D&D content, a lot of funny memes and reels. Mostly D&D stuff. Sue me. It is what it is. Um, I'm also with Field Pass Hockey, and I'm at FPH Swamp Rabbits, which is the Greenville Swamp Rabbits of the ECHL, and they are affiliated with the Los Angeles Kings. So, yeah, a little bit more west uh, for my coverage on that, but it's a lot of cool things. Uh, Just dropped two articles uh, yesterday. Got a couple more in the works before our content freeze next month, like Bailey said. Um, Hopefully soon we will have more news on the other podcast that I'm actually with, with Field Pass. Um, three periods pod we got some more news and got some stuff behind the scenes going on over there so make sure to check that out as well but yeah that's where you can find me on all the socials and where you can find my writing please check out fieldpasshockey.com for me and bailey stuff or just coverage on minor league hockey in general ahl echl sphl and all that good stuff over there a lot of great content a lot of great other podcasts too just make sure to check all that out as well but until next week for season three. Until next season. Ah. <laughs> I see what you did there. You did there. Yes, but for next week for season three, episode, episode one. one. Episode one of the Surge Cast. I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. I'm Kat. And we'll see you next season here. For season three. Whoop, whoop. At the Surge Cast. Bye. See you soon.